Imagine the scenario. You've worked your entire life, but you're ready to retire. So you retire and you have what you think is the perfect retirement plan to get you through the rest of your retirement. But then the market takes an unexpected turn. What could that mean for your retirement situation? There are a couple of different scenarios we're going to play out as Sam Lang and I discuss on this episode of After the Paycheck. Hey, this is Adam Bly, host of After the Paycheck here at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. Today, I am joined with Sam Lang, CEO and founder of Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners. That's a mouthful, isn't it? I, you know, it gets harder and harder for me to say every time. <laughs> Thank goodness you're not the receptionist, Adam. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, I could be terrible on the phones. But um, I am enjoying being the host here of, of the series, which is doing a great job. Great. Thank you very much. Um, and in this episode, we wanted to talk a little bit more about the scenario that we painted was if you're somebody who was recently really t- retired, there's a lot going on in the world right now. Sure. There's ups and downs, lefts and rights, you know, cats and dogs living together. And we, there's, who knows, people that, that are still retiring today. We recently discussed people that are pushing off retirement, but there are people that feel pretty confident that, hey, I think I can retire today. And good on them, and things are great, and you might have a retirement plan that you think is perfect, but then, you know, who knows what happens, a market crash happens. What would happen, or what are some scenarios where that, how would that affect your retirement accounts today? Not a good situation. If that no, no, happen, not right? at all. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, retirement by itself, I think, is a hard enough task. Mm-hmm. But you put that under current circumstances, it becomes really harder. Right. I mean, there's so much going on. we got an election coming on. We have very low interest rates for, you know, for quite some time now. I don't right. really see it going back up. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just a lot of unrest and uncertainty in the world. So I think there's a lot of people out there in the in the in the commonplace, in the professional field that are feeling, hey, what happens if another market crash, like a 2008 were to happen? Right. And like you said at the beginning of the episode, you know, I thought this was going to be great. I already I already had my, you know, plane ticket booked to go to Florida yeah. and, I, you know, put a down payment on the condo that I was going uh, to enjoy. And then all of a sudden, you know, your money goes from here to here. Um, so the, the good news is you can you can do something about it. And hopefully you have a written retirement plan, you have sort of a, um, a blueprint as to what things are gonna look like, not only right. when every day is just perfect, but also to make sure that you're gonna be okay and you've sort of tested what's gonna happen right. if you do have a pullback in the marketplace. Right. But if you don't have that, um, you know, there are a few things that could happen. One, we've talked about it before, the sequence of returns risk. Yep. We, can, we can talk a little bit more about that which is exactly that, you know, the, the market doesn't do this, but it does that, because, and right. you need to pull money out, it, yep. it becomes a, a problem. It's, okay. a, it's a really slippery slope. Uh, the second thing is really liquidity, liquidity risk. You might have certain assets that are tied up. Uh, we'll talk about that, like maybe, you know, real estate, yep. that now you need them to be liquid, but it's not like you can, you know, sell the water heater. Right. Um, and then inflation. Inflation is one of those sort of silent things that eat away at our at our ability to enjoy life. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Perfect. So yeah. to kind of go a little bit more into detail for each three of those, mm-hmm. what could a market crash mean if my retirement accounts aren't balanced in that sense? So what does, if I don't have that retirement plan, what could sequence of returns risk mean? Or what does it do? Well, you know, listen, if you don't need the money, if you don't need to pull money out of your out of your retirement funds, which 
not too many people can say today. Right. I think, you know, a market crash or market correction, as we know, things that go down will eventually come back up. Mm-hmm. And you just sort of leave it alone. You know, so if you're in your, in your 40s and you don't need the money for 20 years, it's probably a different situation than right. some of the things that we're talking about right now. Like, I retired, you know, two months ago, and then all of a sudden, 2008 happened again. Right. And if that were to happen, then essentially your money needs to work harder for you if you're in the market to give you the same ability to draw money out. Right. So what do I mean by <clears throat> your money working harder? So as an example, imagine if you needed $40,000 a year in addition to maybe your Social Security, maybe you're fortunate enough to have a little bit of a pension, but you mm-hmm. needed to pull out $40,000 a year out of your retirement savings. And we'll just call it a million dollars. Okay. All right, so that's a 4% withdrawal rate. Yep. Um, the market corrects. A million dollars now, because it's all in the, the market, right. goes from a million to eight hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Twenty percent hit. So yep. now you still need the forty grand because really nothing has changed. Right. So instead of earning four percent, now you need to earn five percent. So now your money has to work harder. That's what I was talking about. Right. It has to work harder, and, and it puts really additional strain on the the probability of success of that actually happening. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> You know, we've had instances where people have shared stories with us that, um, you know, they retired, they had a million dollars, they were fine, and, you know, they've been spending probably a little bit more than they should have, and then all of a sudden, they lived through, and just recently, about, you know, a decade ago, in 2008, and by the time everything, you know, like the dust has settled, they have, call it $650,000 left. Right. So now to, to get the same amount of money, you don't have the same pool of money to start with. Right. That's when it has to work harder. Work harder. Yeah. And you're withdrawing from it at that time, too, because yeah. you're already in retirement. I think that's a big psychological disconnect people have is they're thinking like, oh, I can always replenish my 401k, but you don't have a paycheck anymore. You don't have a paycheck anymore. So you can't replace Exactly. That, right? You're not, you're not you know, going up the mountain. You're coming down the mountain. Yep. So you're not accumulating. You're actually taking withdrawals, right. which, is a, which is an entirely different scenario, which right. is why it's really important to sort of plan for that. I mean- Planning for growing your money is one thing, but planning for having, you know, reliable income in retirement is an entirely different story. Gotcha. And that kind of leads us on into another hardship that might happen in retirement, which is liquidity options. So let's say you don't want to ret- pull from your 401k options currently because the market did take a downturn. Yeah, you don't want to lock in a loss. Exactly. Right? Lock in a loss. Thank you. Lock so you look loss. at other avenues from where you might be able to pull money, but there's liquidity hardships in other places where you well, might be diversified. there's always risk. Right. There's risk in pretty much everything we do in life by right. stepping off the sidewalk onto the street. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we see people that have invested heavily into the real estate market. Okay. And that's that's great. Yeah. Ah, you know, it's only going to always go up. Well, if you live in Boston or live in any metropolitan, you know, major city, that, that might be a little different today. Right. I just recently, my son moved to, he goes to Boston University, yep. as you know, and the last minute he says, you know, I don't want to live in dorm, I want to get into an apartment, and we looked in an apartment that was between him and his buddies, I think it was like $4,000 a month, Wow. and I'm like, well, that's a lot of money, <laughs> and we were able to talk the guy down to $3,300 a month, like right. like literally like that, because there was so nobody's much argument, nobody's going back. Right, right. right. Wow. So just imagine if you were that guy, and you were depending on collecting $4,000 a month, and that's like really tight. You need that four grand a month. 
and now all of a sudden now the demand isn't, isn't there. there right so you got a problem so right. sometimes we see people that have you know they want to keep their money safe right they, so they, they go to the bank and they buy a five-year CD earning you know today it's almost laughable how, how little how much you're earning yeah. but if you need money if you need to get to that money yeah you can you can pull it I'll pay a penalty we get that but there's certainly liquidity risk when it comes to that so I think as we always talk about, just having monies set aside for different places, for different purposes and specific outcomes, right. that's, that's really important. I think going back to the, the rental income situation, not only is your rental income down, but also the value of your house is also depreciated too, it right? So be. if you wanted to it sell off be. that house, you might be taking a hit or you wouldn't be getting, like you said, as much as you thought because you thought real estate's only gonna go up. That's right. I okay. mean, listen, you know, I live in, I live in a home that's my house. If if the market dropped and my real estate was worth used to be worth you know six hundred thousand, now it's worth five hundred thousand. Listen, I still need a place to live, right? So I'm just gonna stay right here. I'm not gonna go <laughs> right. anywhere. I'm not gonna sell at a loss when I know I could get more. Maybe just wait it out. Right. But if you need the money, that's an entirely different story. Right. Right. So sometimes people, you know, that's why that's why there's there's that word diversification. Right. We just need to have enough monies in different places to do that specific job and specific outcome right yeah i think yeah i'm thinking more like in that essential essential expenses so if all of a sudden you needed money that to pay off your house you know what i mean and you have rental income but like i said the the market has tanked you don't want to touch your 401ks you're looking at your rental income which is now only two-thirds of what it was initially and you're like oh i'm going to be short that that you know 700 a month it's hard to find places to. to I mean, to when make we meet move. folks, we talk to folks that may call in from the radio or what have you, and the conversation ends up going towards the direction of, listen, where am I going to get money from retirement? We are always huge proponents and, and advocates of just understanding it's not always growing the money, right? Um, having wonderful returns is one thing, but having consistent returns is. is really important right and just when you're in retirement i can't overemphasize how important it is to have an income plan to have that income bucket right that you know hey no matter what if if the dow's at thirty thousand or twenty thousand i'm going to be okay and i'll have money to you know pay my bills right right back in the day with pensions i mean different story today's you don't have it's trying you don't have that it's trying times yeah you do you bring up the three-legged stool you know the pension social security and your, your personal finances and you know, one of the stools for a lot of people has gone that pensions bucket. People are confused about what social security benefits might be in a few years. And then what we're talking about today is your personal finances and what could happen if you know something goes awry. And it's listen, what goes up is going to come down. Right. What goes down is going to come back up. Yeah. I mean, it's no secret that there's volatility in the marketplace, and it's always going to be there. It's just a matter right. of sort of where you are in, 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 your, in your life? Are you working, you're retired? Do you need the money? And if you do, you just, you just need to have, again, we go back all the time about yeah. having a plan. Right. And there's just so many things that can, that can you know, just really come and just wreak havoc to that plan. Right. You know? And yeah, and, and this, the, these episodes aren't designed to scare people into the idea of that, oh not. my goodness, like, yeah. it's more of a like, hey, here's like a situation you could be in and how to overcome that, which is what we're getting to right now. Which also, is, just being realistic about life. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Life happens. Life happens. Yeah. Yeah. Life happens. <laughs> Our new motto. That's going on my bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into. I mean, you have inflation exposure, which was the third thing that you brought up. But we kind of already covered that a little bit. But just to kind of really dig in and go into. More yeah. I mean, that. I. You know, you look back. Back in the day. Um, I always remember my dad always said, you know, when you're working, buy like dividend stocks, you know, the blues and you'll be okay. And then, Sam, when you retire, go and park your money at the bank. It's safe. It's insured. It's great. Just get a five-year CD. You'll get 5% a year and you live off that interest and it'll be fine. That's not a true statement anymore. I mean, you look at interest rates, it's an all, you know. You're lucky to get 0.5% in some places. Yeah, I mean, yeah. probably in, in my adult lifetime, in my mid-50s, and it's probably as low as it will ever be. Right. Um, so that's not keeping up with inflation. Right. So you have, you have, you know, CDs are great. Again, nothing wrong with them. But if you're depending on that, not only to take income, but to keep up with inflation, listen, you better look someplace else. Right. So that, that's one of the things that, Again, making sure that you have a well-balanced portfolio. And that's why, you know, myself and John and Ryan, you know, that's what we strive to do is to make sure that everybody's well-balanced. Right. Yeah. So, again, if I'm that person that's recently retired and my thought process was exactly what you said, you said your dad said to you is I'm just going to park it all in the bank and the, the market does take a downturn and – there's rates are, I mean, we're already at a point where rates are so low, but they can't get can much they lower. Go, I was going to say, can they go <laughs> much like, lower? But yeah, you, you can't just keep up with inflation by having all of your money in, in an account like yeah. that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. awesome. So then that kind of goes to the way to kind of overcome or really have that balance in your retirement plan is understanding that there's, and you call it the, the three-bucket approach. Mm. And what are, those, what are those three buckets? Yeah, so again, I talked, I used those words, specific outcomes and purposes. Mm -hmm. That's exactly why we designed it this way, the three buckets. Yeah. Each bucket is meant to do a certain thing. And each bucket has a specific outcome, right? So right, the first right. bucket is really the liquidity bucket. Um, making sure you have enough money liquid that, that you can get your hands on. Um, if you don't have that and you're approaching retirement, you know, yeah. maybe... Maybe look at how much you're contributing into your 401k and maybe just sort of stop and make sure that liquidity bucket is, is, is plentiful. Okay. Because if the, you are in retirement and let's say you have two years worth of living expenses in that bucket and the market takes a downturn and you were going to take money out of your 401k, which is mostly in the market, right? but now it's worth you know 25% less. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not to say you don't have to worry, but at the precise moment, you know exactly what you're, where you're where your money's going to come from right. to pay your bills because you have that built-in liquidity bucket. Yep. So that's the first bucket. Okay. Um, the second bucket, again, we talk a whole lot about income, income, income. Yep. Is to make sure that you have enough money set aside that that the specific purpose of that second bucket is to give you that reliable monthly income. Right. You know, back in the day, we used to call it mailbox money. Yep. Yep. Today, it just goes right into your account. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What's a mailbox? Yeah. yeah. What's a mailbox? <laughs> uh, what's a check? Uh, <clears throat> so that bucket is really important, again, because we don't want to rely on having the market do really well and has to continually do quite well in order to pull off the pull off the profits and pay the bills or, you know, pay the right. real estate tax or maybe go on vacation. We want yeah. that to be automatic. Right. So that's where that income bucket is. And it's not, and sometimes people use different asset classes, different tools, but you really can't judge that bucket 
by the rate of return. Right. Right. It's, it's not designed to give you double digit returns right. or, or to make you feel, wow, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do. I'm smart. I'm right. really fun. <laughs> it's designed to give you an income stream. Right. Okay. And then that third bucket, again, very important. You talked about inflation. We know things are going to cost more and more and more. That's yep. why we need to keep up with that, and right. we need to earn a really, you know, a decent rate of return. Yeah. But in that bucket, chances are things are going to be not always, you know, this way. It's going to go like this. It's going to go like this. Right. So we want to make sure that we have enough exposure to get a good rate of return. Right. Like in my case, I have a Fidelity account. It's mutual funds and ETFs. There are some days I don't want to look at the statement because I know it went down. Right? It's, right, it's not a surprise. I already know. But at the same time, if I'm 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 depending on taking money out, I'm not depending on that third bucket. Right. I think that's where working with a financial advisor really helps. It takes the the emotion out of that aspect of it because if I'm looking at accounts and they're all dropping right now and I'm panicking, I might want to pull the trigger and be like, you know, the ceiling's coming out of this thing. I'm coming out. And like you said, I've lost all opportunity for growth or now I have to re-enter the market yeah. with this growth bucket yeah. and I might be so far behind that I can't keep up with inflation. Precisely. I mean, I think, I think it's really important and we use this word education mm -hmm. all the time. I think if you're looking for you know, a personality and attribute from somebody that's going to help you with the retirement, you want to make sure that person's helping you understand why, mm -hmm. right? Being educated first. Why, yes. Why? What's the you know, why? Why, why, yeah. am I, why do I have three buckets? Why, why can't I get away with two buckets? Right, right. right. Or why three? Why not four buckets? Yep. So understanding why you have money designed for specific purposes, I think, is really important. And, and to your point, working with somebody in the retirement planning space that, that really understands retirement. Right. You know, where, where, you know, we've been doing this with, a long time, quite some time, and it's not always just about making making money. It's about understanding, you know, retirement is not just making money. It's about lifestyle. Right. It's about making sure that you can weather, you know, the sunny days and and the and the, and the hurricanes. It's yep. about making sure it can, you know, take you through retirement longevity. You know, we I mean, retirement is like it's if you think about purchases, it's probably the biggest purchase of your life. Yeah. Because it has the it might be 20 years, 25, 30 years. Yeah. You know. Wow. So if I'm somebody who is DIYing this, right? Yeah. I, I'm taking everything that we're talking about today. Okay, I'm going to restructure my retirement plan to be a, a three-bucket approach system. How often should I be, like, monitoring and looking at all that stuff to make sure that I'm properly balanced at all times? Well, listen, at a minimum, a few times a year. I mean, okay. if you're looking at yourself, you go on, the, you go on your account and you look at it every day, I mean, I... We know plenty of people that do that. Yeah. But that's probably overkill. <laughs> it's not going to really change anything from day to day. Right. But if you, have, if you have a relationship with an advisor, at a minimum, you know, a couple of times a year. Yeah. Uh, like in our, in, our, in our company, our company, uh, it's probably more like quarterly. Yep. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, when you're working with somebody, yeah. the idea is to yeah. you know have a plan that works for you, so you don't have to sure. kind of mentality. Uh, yeah, where, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to again. I'm thinking of the DIY. If I'm listening to this episode, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try and you know, I am someone who recently retired. I want to make sure that I'm not exposed if the market does crash. And these are this is my how-to step: is create a liquidity bucket or identify a liquid a liquidity bucket kind of that 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 fixed asset bucket in that growth bucket and just make sure that I can do what I can to balance I think it. it's really important you know we've worked with plenty of we've met plenty of do-it-yourselfers yep. along the way 
and some do become clients because they realize, hey, listen, you know, I could be a, um, I could be a great, you know, mechanic or a great engineer, or in some cases we have. I, this is a good example. <clears throat> we have a great client. He's a, a surgeon. Oh uh, well. He's a heart surgeon. I mean, you know, super smart guy. Yeah. And but he knows what he's good at. And and he said to me many years ago, and we've had a relationship for a dozen or so years. And he said, you know, listen, we save lives. You know, we're smart. But when it comes to this, we don't really know what's going on. That's why I need a professional relationship with you guys. Yep. So when you when you're working with somebody, I think sometimes it it really helps open the, your eyes to things that maybe you've never seen before or you're not aware of. Right. You know. I love that. Yeah. Sam, thank you very much yeah, for the time today. Here. I appreciate this. I this was really good. Too, you know? I know. I like that. <laughs> I'll start wearing the blazer at work too. <laughs> um, if you have any questions for Sam, John, or Ryan, and you're not at afterthepaycheck.com already, head over there now and you can fill out the form on the bottom and ask your question. And if you have not already subscribed to future episodes of After the Paycheck, you can also do that wherever you get your podcasts or at afterthepaycheck.com. Until next time, take care. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners, LLC, and Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance and annuities offered through licensed professionals of RNL Insurance Agency, LLC, Mass Insurance License 1783398.